Welcome back to Non-Toxic Talk. This is Jenna, and today we're going to be talking about tips on how to reduce screen time for your kids. So let's go ahead and dive in. You know, outside of toxin-free living and label reading and all of these pieces, that are very important when it comes to avoiding chemicals on a daily basis. I get a lot of questions from families in regards to parenting tips. Now, one of the things that can be toxic to our bodies is the amount of screen time we are getting on a daily basis. And this goes for your kids as well. We know that in today's digital age, children are growing up surrounded by technology. They spend more time than ever in front of screens, including television, smartphones, tablets, and computers as well. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not a technology hater. I taught for many years in an elementary school, and we had one-to-one iPads, and I use technology in my lessons all the time. Technology is an amazing, amazing thing. But while technology has its benefits, we know that excessive screen time can lead to lots of negative consequences for children, including less time spent outdoors, and there's research out there that even links it to deficits in developmental progress. So today we're gonna dive into that and I'm going to give you all of my tips and tricks to reduce screen time for kids. Let's get started. Right. So if you grew up like me, you played outdoors 98% of the time. We didn't have the same concerns that we have now with security and being out in front of the house and playing. There was a lot of freedom and I really miss those days. And I do have great memories playing out in front of my house with all my neighbors. And I feel like when I see kids doing that nowadays, it just brings me back. And I do feel that this is very important for my own kids to experience nowadays. And we know that outdoor play is essential for children's growth and development. It truly offers numerous benefits. Not only does it improve physical health, social skills, but also their emotional well-being and their confidence. Children who play outside are not only more physically active, which can help prevent obesity and related health problems, but it can also help children develop social skills such as cooperation, communication when they're trying to communicate with their friends to come up with the idea for a game or even negotiation. And additionally, being outside allows children to explore and engage with nature and we know from being deep into non-toxic living like we are now, engaging with nature is so important. All of these pieces can help not only reduce stress, but give them a confident, better emotional stamina and a well-rounded well-being. And those are all things that we want when we are looking at the whole child. Within recent years, children are spending more time indoors, glued to screens, and the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that children between the ages of two and five years should have no more than one hour of screen time per day. Now, before you go beating yourself up, like me, don't start feeling guilty. We all have those days where our kids get much more than an hour of screen time. But if this is becoming the norm, 
that is where these tips and tricks truly need to come into play. When you are looking at children aged six years or older, it's really important to have consistent limits on the amount of time that is spent using media. Many children today are spending much more time on their screens than outdoors. One reason for this trend is the increased availability of technology. With smartphones, tablets, and computers at their fingertips, children nowadays can easily access screens and spend hours using them. Did you know that screens can actually be addictive? There is research out there that says it's actually difficult for children to stop using screens the more that they are on them. Many video games and apps are designed to keep children engaged for long periods of time, which can actually lead to, as I said before, less time spent out uh, outdoor and uh, on other activities. Now we know about all the consequences of excessive screen time, right? It's significant. Research has shown that too much screen time can even lead to poor sleep. And as I mentioned before, behavioral problems. And in extreme cases, it can be linked to academic difficulties. Now, yes, these are extreme cases, but we do know overall that children who spend more time on screens have been linked to deficits in cognitive, language, and even social emotional development. How crazy is that? One of the main reasons for this deficit is that screens tend to be passive rather than active. So for example, when you give your child a battery operated toy, they are playing and engaging with the toy instead of talking and interacting with the grown-up. It's the same thing with children who are on screens instead of playing outdoors and actively engaging with their peers. This is how these pieces can be linked to deficits in developmental progress. Now, crazy enough is that we've heard screens can interfere with sleep. That's why every study you read recommends that you turn off your phone at a certain time each night and really spend time away from screens. That way your body and your hormones and all of those magical things can happen to actually help you relax and get ready before bed. So this is very important for children. Having children spend time away from screens before bedtime is is definitely a must have thing in our home. Now, things get out of whack and things get crazy, especially when you've got family in town or you have special events or you have holidays or there's all different different circumstances that warrant changes in your routine and your pattern. But if you can decrease the amount of time that children are on screens on an average basis, whether daily or weekly, it really does free up time for you to enjoy nature with your children more often. And you can do things like play games, soccer, basketball, baseball, riding bikes or scooters is one of my favorite things to do with my kids. 
And I recently got them some stainless steel canteens, which they are super excited about. So we can not only go for a hike, but a nature walk as well. And that truly engages them. And uh, we have a lot of conversations about nature. We talk about things that we see, hear, smell. We have little checklists and logs um, that we utilize during our nature walk. There's just so many different things that you can do. So instead of giving them 30 minutes of iPad time, and let's say they already had 30 minutes in the morning, go out for a 30 minute nature hike. Flying kites has also become a really popular thing in our family. I remember flying kites as a kid and it just brings you back to such a happy time. Instead of being inside, try to spend as much time as you can outdoors. Have a meal outdoors, have a picnic outdoors. Let your kids take some snacks out and draw with chalk on the sidewalk or the driveway. And if you are in a hot place like me during the summer, we live in Texas, you need to be near water. So taking a swim or going to the water park is also a really great way for kids to spend time outdoors. So I have some craft ideas and some additional outdoor activities that I wanted to share with you guys that can actually be done as a family. The very first one is that you can make nature crafts such as leaf rubbings, or pine cone bird feeders. Raise your hand if you made pine cone bird feeders when you were a kid like me. Very simple, right? You take the pine cone, you dip it in peanut butter, you put uh, the seeds all around it, you let it dry, you hang it in the tree. Stuff like this is so exciting because not only are kids creating something beautiful, but then they're putting it out in nature and they get to see the birds eat off the bird feeder that they made. Super exciting stuff. The second thing that I would recommend for a craft idea would be to paint rocks or even make rock sculptures. And the third thing that I just mentioned earlier is to create a nature journal in order to document outdoor adventures. And so for those of you that have children that absolutely love to be out in nature and they are very artsy, these are just perfect ways for them to document their experience and to actively engage with nature. Now, recently we tried this one at home and you have to get kind of crafty with this one. It's a little out of the box, but you can make a DIY wind chime. That is the fifth thing on my list. You can even make a mobile using natural materials. So if you didn't want to use something like metal, you could use sticks or something like that. Um, but you do want to make sure that whatever clinks together does have some kind of noise. So that way the kids can hear it when the wind is blowing. We get a ton of wind in Texas and keeping up with the weather is just something that is so different out here. But we do have wind chimes in the backyard and the kids get super excited when we have a windstorm because you can hear all the beautiful sounds. And the seventh thing on our list is a sun catcher. We have actually made sun catchers with colorful beads, tissue paper, hung them up in the window and they look absolutely beautiful. You can even add feathers, um, you can add sequins. There's all different kinds of things that you can do depending on what your child is interested in. Now, last year for my daughter's birthday, we actually created an outdoor fairy garden. Not to say it didn't get ruined by the weather over the course of the year and we're gonna be making a new one this year but you can turn it into a yearly outdoor routine, something that could be a tradition. 
So we actually used moss and sticks and rocks. We got her some little fairy trinkets and we got some plants from our local hardware store and we created this little pot of trinkets for her and uh, it was a beautiful fairy garden. So there's all different kinds of things that you can do with your kids to get them off screens and get them motivated to do something outside. Now, we recently went for a hike um, not too far from our house a few weeks ago and there's a nearby stream and I would say there's a pretty good current there. Well, my daughter had a fantastic idea to make boats and she wanted to make boats out of sticks so they could race them. So we came home, we made some boats out of sticks and we actually took them back to the stream and let the kids race the boats down the stream. I mean, how fun is that? Not only are they creating um, something beautiful, but then they get to be scientists and experiment how that thing does in nature. So when they put their boats in the stream and it went all the way down the river, one of them sunk, one of them floated, it's good problem solving skills, right? They're interacting with an adult. They're talking about what they could have done better. And then they're going back to the drawing board. They're coming up with another design and then they're designing another boat. So there's so many different things that you can do. And as a teacher, I always have a ton of ideas. So if you're ever looking for new ideas, send me a message anytime. I am happy to chat craft ideas. I do have two more that I want to share with you. So creating a DIY obstacle course has also been very popular in our backyard. You can use cones, you can use hula hoops, you can even use natural materials as well. I mean, who, <laughs> who can turn down a really good game of tug of war? I can't. And all you need is a rope for that. Additional outdoor activities that you can do to get your kids off of screens include family adventures like doing an outdoor barbecue, going for a family bike ride, visiting a nearby farm or orchard and going fruit picking or engaging with farm animals. There's just so many fun things to do. And I often think that families can fall into traps where they just kind of get stuck in a routine doing the same things over and over again. And while I'm doing this, you know, in moderation here, not every family can drop everything they're doing and just explore <laughs> a ton of activities every single week. If you plan one or two fun activities with your kids each week, it can make a world of a difference. Now, one of my favorite things to do when I was growing up was to go stargazing or have a bonfire and to tell stories around the bonfire. That is something that you can do with your kids and you can even get them to come up with stories and share it with everybody. And then my last favorite thing that I wanted to share with you guys is to get them outside of doing things with just your family. You can have them volunteer for a local environmental conservation project, which includes a beach cleanup or even a tree planting. There's so many different options out there. And speaking of beach cleanups, my new book is going to be launching next month. I wrote my very first children's book and it is all about cleaning up the beach and eliminating plastic. Now, if you haven't listened to my previous podcast episode, I did a ton of swaps that talk all about decreasing plastic. They're just simple things that you can do over time. This is a great way to engage your kids 
do a beach cleanup. Talk to them about the environment. Talk to them about where the plastic goes when it goes into the ocean and how it doesn't break down and it ends up in this giant Pacific garbage patch floating into the ocean and how it can harm wildlife. So there's so many different ways that the earth around us can be our teacher. And like I said before, I am not a technology hater. Technology can be an amazing teacher. Technology can um, give kids obstacles and challenges in ways that we can't. But first and foremost, always remember that interaction with people, with peers is number one and it's very important. So reducing screen time for kids can be as easy as getting outdoors. And if you can't get outdoors, you can modify and do things within your home. But I do want to remind you that non-toxic living is not just looking at labels. It's not just looking at products. It's not just talking about avoiding EMFs, okay? All those things are very important. But overall, it is extremely important to decrease overuse of screens in our in our world and uh, I use my phone a lot for social media my kids have iPads they get time on their iPads but it's important to limit it as much as possible and to truly explore and interact in a lot of different ways so I hope these tips were very helpful for you I literally could come up with another hundred tips but I thought that I would share some of these to get all of this out there to many of you families asking me personally for all the tips and tricks to reduce the screen time for kids. So let me know on my social media platform if you have tried any of these. I am super excited to hear what has worked and how you personally reduce screen time for your kids. Until next time, keep in touch with me on social. Thank you so much for listening to this non-toxic talk.